0: Hello everyone. It's January 24th, day 24 of our EC Daily Devotional. I hope you're doing well, and we are covering Exodus chapters 19 through 21 today. So hopefully you've had the time to read from these chapters, and I want to discuss really quickly today a cup a couple, maybe three themes that we see in this passage. And then I want to pray for us as we go throughout our day, or maybe you're winding down whenever you find yourself listening. Number one, I want us to see the holiness of God on display. Obviously, this is when God gives law to the Israelites. So they've been brought out of Egypt. They are coming to Mount Sinai, and God meets with Moses and tells him that the people need to consecrate themselves as he's about to give them law. This shows us The importance and the the truth that we must see is that God is holy. And may we never take that lightly. May we never pass it up. Yes, we serve a God who is loving and kind and patient and gracious towards us. He is at the center of who he is. He is the holy, holy, holy God of the universe. He is morally pure. He is transcendent. We Cannot grasp all of who He is, and He is perfect in all He does and in all His ways, and the, the Israelites are experiencing this. And in the giving of law, we see how God is outside of who we are, and He gives a standard that we can't meet. He gives a standard that helps us see His character, but He He does this in such a way that he commands the Israelites to prepare themselves, even just for the giving of the law, which we'll see is also a grace in and of itself. But what I love is when God communicates, because the the people of Israel have seen the power of God on display, the the holiness of God, the the way he fights against the, the enemies of his people, the way he destroys sin I love how they respond after God tells Moses what he, what the Israelites should do. He, he comes down and he says, uh, all, all the people answered together and said in verse eight of chapter 19, all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And I just think when we really start to see who God is, how truly holy he is, It's a delight for God's people to say all that the Lord has spoken, we will do. Now, one of my favorite things about this passage is that we also see not just the theme of God's holiness, but we also see the theme of God's grace and how God in giving the law was doing a gracious thing, not this judgmental thing and not showing The people just, uh, you'll never measure up. This is a, a gracious and kind thing. Look at how he starts in Exodus chapter 19 in the giving law. This is what the Lord says for Moses to go and tell the people of Israel. He says, you yourselves have seen what I did to the Egyptians and how I bore you on eagle's wings and brought you to myself. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, You shall be my treasured possession among all peoples for all the earth is mine and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. So from the outset of giving the law to the people of Israel, God's chosen people, he reminds them of what he's just done. I've brought you out of the land of Egypt where you've been enslaved for 430 years I've done it by my righteous, outstretched arm. Just a reminder of all the things that God has done. These people have been delivered. It reminded me of a quote from from a book. I, I love this book. It's called Jesus on Every Page by David Murray. And he says, The law was given to people whom God had already redeemed. Grace comes before the law there are 18 chapters in Exodus of salvation before we get to Sinai and the Ten Commandments. He says, I stress this because the idea that in the Old Testament, salvation was by obeying the law, whereas in the New Testament, it is by grace, is a terrible distortion of scripture. And I could not agree more. This is so true. Even in the giving of the law, it's a gracious act of God. And it's not obey so that you will be accepted by me. It's obey because you are already delivered by me. You've been brought into my family. See, the, the law was given to the people of Israel. Now, it, it, it is interesting that the law reveals who are rebels against God and who are those who delight in God. Because in just the Ten Commandments in Exodus chapter 20, we see laid out, and I think it's so cool that in our catechism, we've been walking through each and every commandment and the purpose of the commandment. But we know that Jesus says, when he's asked what's the most important commandment, he says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength, and Then the second one is like this, love your neighbor as yourself. And these two things, all the law uh, hinges upon. And we see in the first four commandments in the Ten Commandments, they're about loving God, our relationship vertically with God. And then the last six commandments are about our relationship with others, how we relate horizontally in this world. And so what What I'm reminded of is what Jesus tells his disciples in John chapter 14, verse 15. He says, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. And and my encouragement, exhortation for us today is that we would remember that the commandments of God are not burdensome for those who are his. The commandments of God are burdensome for those who are rebels. Now, thank God that the law reveals that we would never measure up. But Christian, you should rejoice that if you love God, it's because God has been gracious to you and he's delivered you from sin and death and not just from the penalty of sin later, but from the power of sin now, and and because that is true now, you can by the grace of God and by the perfect righteousness of Christ imputed in to you. Now you can walk in obedience to God. You can obey His commandments that are no longer burdensome to you and me. And I, I just want to encourage us with that thought. It's, I'm not saying that we'll be able to do it perfectly, but But by God's grace, we can do it increasingly. And may we do that joyfully with a heart that says, this is not a burden for me. It's a delight for me. May we with the psalmist say, your your teachings are my delight. I desire that for, for us. And so obviously in the chapters that follow the law is going to be continued continually laid out and given to the people of Israel, our text today closes with chapter 21, which presents a lot of questions possibly for you or maybe for people that you would be talking to because we see here uh, slavery introduced. And what we talked about a while ago on a Wednesday night, I, I believe in our podcast before, is that slavery is not commanded by scripture, but what God did in scripture, and especially in law, is regulate a practice that's been happening for all of human history. And it's regulated in such a way, especially when we look at Exodus 21, that helps us see that the slave is cared for, and the the slave is valued and loved because that person is made in the image of God. And all of chapter 21 helps us see the dignity and value of human life, um, not only with how people who are enslaved should be treated, but then also if if a woman is pregnant and two men get in a fight and they hit the woman and the baby is killed, it says a life for a life. And, and we must see that God cares for those who are made in his image. And that is every single person on the planet that's ever existed, ever will exist. Every single person is made in the image of God and God cares for those people. And we must also care for those who are made in the image of God. And so my encouragement today is to see the holiness of God, Without the holiness of God being seen, we will never truly understand the second thing, which was the grace of God. And then see throughout this law is that as the law is given, God cares about people. He is not hindering us from a life that would be better without him. He's keeping us from pain and he's helping and guiding us towards everlasting joy. May we see that as this unfolds. Let me pray for us today and let's go have a great day or as you're winding down I pray that you remember all that God has done for you today. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your holiness. You are holy, holy, holy God. May we never take that lightly. And in your holiness, you have given such grace. We thank you for the grace of even your law. We we thank you that you give it to a people that you have brought out of slavery. And may we through the gracious gift of your son and his righteousness into our lives. May we joyfully delight to do all that you command, just as the Israelites said. All that you have said, Father, we will do. Uh, help us by your grace to work towards that end. Uh, we love you. We thank you. May all that is done today, um, said, all that is said, all that is eaten and drank and everything that we do may it be for your glory we love you so much we thank you for jesus and it's in his name we pray amen